0: Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Bible Catholic Show, and thank you for those watching here on YouTube as well. First and foremost, I want to wish you all a very happy Easter. Hope everyone's Easter holiday was great, was fantastic, hope you went to Mass, and then obviously, remember what the day is truly about, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus and what He has done for us. Now, as Catholics, Easter is not over. We have 50 days, of it. we have until Pentecost Sunday, so the celebration continues, right? That's awesome. It's fantastic. So let's keep it going. And speaking of the resurrection, that's what I want to talk about today, just very briefly. Cuz to me this is the greatest time of the year. And yeah, Christmas is fantastic. Christmas is fun and we it's we're celebrating the incarnation. But Easter's like our Super Bowl as Catholics. And so not only we not only are we celebrating people coming into the church like I said at the top of the show, we're celebrating the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The resurrection is so important that St. Paul tells us that if it didn't happen, that we're still dead in our sin. And you can check that out in 1 Corinthians 15-17. Now sometimes there's an apprehension when the resurrection is discussed, but we feel like we have this burden of proof that we have to prove the resurrection. But the evidence is out there. Now, I'm going to go over a couple points. This is by no means an exhaustive list, but I want to give just three small proofs for the resurrection of Christ. First proof is that Jesus appeared first to a woman. Now, to those of us today we are like, oh, big deal, Will, what's going on there? Well, in the ancient world, this was a huge deal. It was kind of scandalous, really, when you think about it. You see, in that time... And no disrespect, ladies, but women were considered second-class citizens. In fact, they had to walk six steps behind their husbands, and if they showed their hair, they were considered harlots. Okay? So, and like I said, they were second-class citizens, and they couldn't be called on to be witnesses in a case of any kind. Yet, in Mark 16, 9, we read that Jesus appeared first to Mary Magdalene. Of course, after the resurrection. So if the resurrection were a lie and was concocted as a ploy to spread a false message about Jesus, then someone forgot to tell the apostles. The gospel writers could have easily left out the fact that he appeared to a woman in an effort to validate the claim and the claims of Jesus that he would, in fact, rise from the dead. But they did just the opposite. They left it there. And they told it. They spread that which was, if you wanted to get a movement off the ground, back in those times, you didn't start with a woman. But they left that there. They left that story intact. And so the resurrection account of Jesus flourished, even though it was widely known that women were the first witnesses. So in an ancient context, that's one proof. A second proof was the newfound courage of the disciples during the Passion death and just prior to the resurrection, the gospels tell us they reveal the Gospels reveal the human weakness of the disciples. The only one of them that was at the foot of the cross was St John, and the others ran, a, ran away and they hid in fear. <laughs> What's more telling is that after the crucifixion, they hid and locked homes out of fear. and we see that in John chapter 20 verse 19. Yet after the resurrection, there was a radical change in their conviction and courage. After seeing the risen Lord, they traveled the known world to preach the gospel. They left their families, professions, homes, to take the message to foreign lands. And all but St. John died a martyr's death. And even he died in exile on the, on the island of Patmos. They received this courage by what they witnessed and jesus appeared to them at different times see it's not uncommon sometimes when someone dies someone may have a dream about them or maybe hallucinate about them but not a group not definitely not a group it's impossible for a whole group to see the same thing as far as a hallucination goes and to die for something that they know is a lie, but yet the disciples did just that. Not only the disciples, but a majority of the early church, Polycarp, St. Irenaeus, um, Ignatius of Antioch, St. Justin Martyr, all died as martyrs from what they had been taught about the resurrection. People do not die for a lie like that, and let alone the message does not keep spreading throughout the known world. Yet that's what happened. It's because the resurrection really happened, and it changed the course of history. As the disciples spread the news everywhere they could, they were not—they would not even stay quiet in the face of death. So the third proof of the resurrection. I want to go over. It's one we don't think about a lot. And that's the change in our own lives. See, the resurrection is a religious experience of one who has come to faith in Christ and is much more than something that happened to those who physically encountered the risen Christ. And yeah, that's a huge part of it. But we kind of see it in our own way as well. Every Christian with a genuine faith in Christ Experiences the resurrection in a special way through baptism. Through the sacrament of baptism, original sin is wiped away and we're raised in the newness of life. Everyone has something deep in the recesses of our mind that we're ashamed of. You see maybe addiction, adultery, gambling, whatever the case is, you name it. We've all done some stuff is what I'm trying to say. We've all have a past of some kind. Those things are destructive. But when we come to faith, those things are in the past. And yeah, there's times we're going to struggle. We're going to struggle at times. But through Christ, there's a resurrection through the forgiveness of those things that we've done. Those types of experiences are kind of like the modern day equivalent of what the disciples physically saw. Our former selves are dead and gone but we are resurrected spiritually into a new creation. Praise God for that. We need to proclaim that. Yes, that's briefly what I wanted to touch on today, just the resurrection. Let's live the resurrection. Let's teach the resurrection. Let's talk about the resurrection, because the resurrection is true, and without the resurrection, our faith is void. But we have 2,000-year history of this. Christianity is the easiest religion in the world to disprove. Just show me the bones. Alright, so God bless you. Thank you for joining me in this edition of the Bible Catholic Show. Have a great day.